All right, welcome everybody to our uh, NAIA side of spotlight. I'm here this week uh, with Jeff Melton, who's the sports information director at uh, Vanguard University out in California. Uh, uh, Jeff, is that your title? The sports information director is a director of athletic communication. What is your? Uh, I'm actually assistant athletic director of events and media. Interesting. Yeah. So I I, uh, I do the dual role out here of game management and sports information. So the hybrid adds some uh, uniqueness to it, but it also keeps you on toes. So. Well, very good. Well, I appreciate you joining uh, us this week. I actually uh, got to go to Casida for the first time last summer, 2019. Um, first time I've been in the business for you know, 13 years. First time I had a chance to go to Casida. I actually sat in uh, when uh, you and Zach Shore uh, mm -hmm. did a, a little uh, presentation on game day management. And so I have taken some of the things that, uh, that you shared at that uh, in that little vignette, and then I've used them here at McPherson College. So I uh, appreciate that. Very good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear uh, other people have learned some uh, tricks of the trade that I've stolen from other people. So <laughs> that's what the business is about. It's exactly. Uh, yeah. You very rarely is there a a new and uh, unoriginal thought. So uh, we we borrow and steal from everybody else. So very good. So tell us a little bit about uh, Jeff Melton and uh, how you got into sports information, where you're from. Are you a California guy? Are you native? Are you a transplant? What's the deal? I, I am a transplant. Uh, I was born in Arizona. Uh, my family moved out here and then um, was kind of in the Orange County area pretty much my whole life. I went to school at Vanguard, got my undergrad there. That's where I kind of started getting involved in um, event management. I was a you know a student worker and kind of just rose up the ranks there, and then decided I was going to parlay that and move on and take a. I went and got my master's at Cal State Long Beach in you know sport management, and um, around the same time that uh, my my degree ended at at Long Beach, I had the opportunity to move to China. So I moved to China for six months. I was a, a math teacher over there and realized that was not for me, um, but it allowed me to pay off my master's. So that was kind of a win-win there, a little adventure of a lifetime and uh, pay off some student debt. And then pretty soon after I came back, um, there was a, an opening at Vanguard. Um, the, the previous sports information director, she was on maternity leave and um, there wasn't a whole lot of kind of belief that she was gonna come back. Um, at that time. So I kind of jumped in, uh, was a full-time SID um, for $250 a week during that interim period. So if there's some folks out there that think they don't get paid enough, I can I can speak from experience uh, that we make a little bit more than I did back then. Uh, but it was awesome. It came full circle. Um, the athletic director that hired me was a longtime family friend. I had been in the department um, for many years. So um, you know, a lot of the coaches uh, are actually two of our coaches around here have known me since I was uh, a little kid. So um, it's been kind of a unique experience changing that and uh, being a part of, you know, a team out here at Vanguard. We've added uh, six sports in the last four or five years out here. So it's, it's been it's been really fun to be on the other side of the, uh, the coin on that one. So how many years total have you been in? Oh, yeah. Program? Sorry. Um, I'm entering my sixth year here. Sixth year? Okay. Oh, yeah. So how have how have things changed? How have you seen things change in the sports in the sports information world uh, in the last six years? What has changed for you? What have you seen uh, in changes in the industry as a, as a whole? I think the biggest 
thing from my point of view here, you know, small school NAI in California where we don't get any coverage, no one really cares about us. We get, we get um, thwarted by UCLA, USC, um, the JUCOs around here get a little bit more love and the high schools get a little more love around here than, than we do. So um, in our experience, it's been a pretty um, significant shift of um, people not really caring about stories anymore. Um, recaps don't get the views and the clicks they used to. Um, it's really crazy how, um, how much that has shifted recently. And so um, out here in California, you know, especially for Vanguard, um, being in kind of a more of a metropolitan part of Orange County here, um, we've, we've done a little bit more of a dramatic shift to kind of the, the multimedia side of that, where that's the videos, um, we've created a podcast network. We now have, you know, five recurring podcasts um, that happen semi-regularly out here. And, you know, moving more to, uh, um, you know, uh, commentating during games and, you know, live social media and kind of more in the moment stuff and, and a little bit less on the back end just because uh, of, you know, limited resources. And that's just kind of what our, um, our, our friends and family are kind of um, telling us that they want out here at this time. How many how many people you have in in your department? Is it just a one man crew? Are you it? You have student workers. How do you how do you manage your department? Um, a little bit. So a little bit of all of that. So um, I was a, kind of a lone wolf for um, four years, and I got a part time assistant year, uh, and then we we did get a full time last year. Um, so that was really great. Um, his name's Michael Matosian. We hired him right out of college and. He was super eager to get going and, and he's definitely uh, pushed us up a notch and really taken our department to the next level. Um, we do have a pool of student workers um, that help us handle our game management side. Um, we're, we don't really, you know, use any community volunteers or any of that kind of stuff. Um, we, 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 you know, kind of hourly workers for that. And then we usually find one or two student workers um, a year who's kind of interested a little bit more than you know, just getting the paycheck and wants to, you know, dive in a little bit deeper and kind of learn some of the, the industry. So right now we have a, a girl named Mariah Rodriguez. She's, a, she's an all-star. She's a junior. Um, she's already got her first SID job at a local high school where she was, you know, coaching soccer. And so she's already there. Um, you know, we were, we're working this weekend on teaching her how to broadcast basketball games. Um, she's a soccer player through and through. So we're working on some of the terminology with her, but you know, that's really the, the part that, that wakes me up in the morning. Um, you know, I've got friends around the country that love nothing more than dive into the stats and memorizing the stats of their players. And, and for me, it's always been about relationships. It's always been about teaching others and, you know, seeing a student worker come in as a freshman and super timid and, and, and so nervous to mess up that they screw up the shot clock like every 12 seconds and, and seeing that person you know, just rise up, seeing them on graduation day and just watching them mature into, you know, young men and women is, is really kind of the crux of, of why I work at Vanguard. That's awesome. I feel, I feel very much the same. I, I've been in this business 13 years and, and I've had some student workers that, um, you know, I've, I've watched them from freshman on and, and that's just, that's very rewarding. Mm -hmm. um, tell me a little bit about your podcast network. I'm, I'm a little bit intrigued. Uh, I'm going off the cuff here a little bit, but uh, tell me a little bit about this this podcast network that you got going on. Yeah, so we we started last year. Uh, we started the Vanguard Athletics Podcast Network. You know, super creative name. Um, 
But, you know, we originally started it where um, we were just, uh, you know, using some of our existing equipment and it was audio only and we were posting it on SoundCloud, which was distributing out to, you know, um, uh, you know, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And in this next year, um, we actually took it up a notch. So we actually created this studio I'm sitting in, which is cool. We, we, we turned a, an old office here um, that wasn't being used and we kind of made it... Um, we decorated it, made it um, kind of tricked out with some Vanguard stuff. So this is kind of our, our hub now. Um, so we transitioned to um, actually a video podcast now. Um, COVID's thrown a little bit of a wrinkle on that. So we're doing Zoom a little bit more often than we would like, but um, we have a couple different channels. We have um, what's called Stories of Significance. So we interview student athletes and just about their Vanguard experience, about what makes them unique, about you know their, their journey with Christ, and, and just a lot about who they are. Um, we have the coaches corner. So we sit down with our coaches and we break down some of the ins and outs of kind of the program and you know what it's like um, for them and um, kind of the, the inner workings of the team that you know people wouldn't really see just being a part of you know seeing them on game days. Um, and we have a, another one where we interview our student athletes called 21 questions. Uh, we have a huge bucket of like 500 questions and we just draw them at random. And, um, you know, the, the student athlete has to react in real time. So that one's super fun. Um, and then we have, you know, just the Vanguard Insider. That's the one where we get, you know, kind of our president involved or a vice president. Um, when our AD comes on, we're on the, the Vanguard Insider. Um, and then lastly is the, the latest one we're doing, which is called the Alumni Association. Kind of speaks for itself. We're trying to dive into the stories of our alumni and, you know, how Vanguard changed them and how Vanguard helped get them where they are. And, you know, and, and how they're then um, pouring back into Vanguard, um, whether it's with their time, their talents, or, um, you know, monetarily. That sounds, that sounds really cool. So what would you, what would you say to someone who wants to get involved in a podcast? Where, where do you start? How do you get it going? Uh, do it. I, I mean, uh, we, we utilize all existing um, equipment that we had from our game day broadcast. Uh, we use it. Um, it's simple, you know, especially with Zoom right now, you can, you can start it, no problem. Um, we use SoundCloud as a hosting network to, um, to, to push out to kind of the, the podcast to catch people that want to listen in their car, um, you know, but, you know, Facebook, just posting on Facebook is, the, is by far the best views we get. And there's a, there's a cool feature now, the SoundCloud app, you can post it straight to your Instagram stories, tag your kids, tag your sport, and you're off to the races. So, um, you know, we, we, we map it out. We, we try and hit all of our teams, all of our coaches throughout the year. We, you know, we create a content calendar like you would for anything else. And it's super fun. Uh, you know, there's not a whole lot um, of post-production involved. I have a habit of saying, um, a lot, you know, you guys might, might hear that, but we, we don't go, we don't worry about trying to go in there and, and clean it up. You know, we're not, we're not like the ringer or ESPN or some of these companies that, that have uh, hundreds of people working for them and kind of creating those things. So, you know, we're just trying to, to push out different content um, rather than, you know, no one wants to read a 1500 word profile on an athlete. They'd, last, they'd rather listen to it, you know, hear it, especially from um, the student athletes own mouth and, and it allows us just to, to be able to um, just honor our students because um, we have a saying around Vanguard that, you know, you are more than a number in a jersey to us. And, and so we, we love to find ways to, to represent them on non-game days because um, so much of what they do in the classroom, in the court, um, you know, in the weight room, 
um, things like that in the community is so much beyond just what they can do um, between the whistles. Sounds cool. So let me ask you this. Um, how are you adjusting? I'm assuming, and we talked a little bit before this, um, you guys are not playing much uh, this mm -hmm. fall with the restrictions in California. How are you adjusting to no sports this fall? And, and how are you gearing up for what's probably going to be a lot of sports in the spring? Yeah, so um, out here in California, we have a little bit more restrictions. So right now, come um, our cross country and our golf teams are kind of the only people competing. We don't have football, so we didn't have to worry about kind of that, that beast in and of itself. So we really only had to worry about our soccer teams and our, 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 our women's volleyball team moving in the spring. Um, thankfully, we, we have a great conference, uh, the Golden State Athletic Conference out here. We got eight schools in California. We got two in Arizona. They all work so well together. Our commissioner does a great job um, of keeping everyone on the same page. So as we transition to the spring, um, we're kind of looking at not too, um, too much crazier than a normal spring. Um, you know, there will be some doubleheader days where, you know, you got two baseball, two ball, two softball games going on at the same time, but, um, our conference was able to kind of, um, work it a little bit so that, you know, if you're on the road for basketball, then you're at home for volleyball and, and vice versa. We moved, we moved a lot of games throughout the week. So our, our, you know, our soccer teams are going to be playing early week. Our volleyball teams are going to play in midweek. Um, and then, you know, we're, we left baseball and softball kind of on the weekend. Um, and so, it, um, it's going to be interesting. You know, I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it, it kind of, you know, shook me up out of my, um, kind of, you, you know, the natural rhythms of, you know, how stuff goes when you're, you know, five, six years into this. So, um, we took it as an opportunity, um, uh, you know, back in March when, when stuff shut down, you know, at first, you know, you're thinking, Hey, it's be a week or two or three, you know, so we kind of regrouped, um, and kind of, you know, just took stock of where we were and, Kind of some of the areas that we you know might have um slept a little bit during crossover seasons we identified those um and then you know as things kind of stretched on we we dove full on into um a, a big archiving project you know when when i first took the job um we didn't have any you know archives past you know 2002 when stat crew started you know and we had file cabinets and file cabinets full of um you know just box scores and sheets and, and score books and so we had slowly, you know, first tried to, hey, we want to get our schedules on the website. We want to get the scores that, you know, we know series records and stuff like that. And then, you know, the next big process was getting all those, those, those put back into to stat crew, um, you know, so that we, we have that and we can create career reports. So, you know, we've spent this last five months just jumping so far into that. And, you know, right now, um, you know, my, my assistant, Michael, he's an awesome guy. He probably did. Um, 600, 700 softball games in there, um, you know, and then right now, so um, we're only left with baseball um, from our main sports. We had knocked out men's and women's basketball, uh, women's volleyball, men's and women's soccer and softball. So on that front, we're still just looking at, um, uh, you know, baseball. And then during that time, I, I took on the privilege of kind of working through some of our discontinued sports. So um, we now have representation of those on our website for, you know, we had football back in the 50s and 60s. So we've done some school stuff. We created a little highlight film from them of black and white footage, which was awesome. A really cool project to do. Um, and then, you know, we had men's and women's swimming, men's and women's water polo. And then we had some pretty stud uh, tennis teams back in the day. So, you know, working on representing those and, you know, getting all those NAI qualifiers and stuff up there. So, 
you know, we, we, we know that those sports don't exist at Vanguard at this time, but we, we don't want to discount, uh, discount the, the efforts that those student athletes put into everything uh, when they were at Vanguard. That's cool. Uh, two more, two more questions and we'll wrap up. Uh, All right. first, I'm always, I'm always intrigued that, uh, what your favorite memory of uh, being an SID uh, is. So tell us what, uh, what your favorite memory in you know, the six years that you've been doing this, what is your favorite memory of being an SID? You know, the, there, there's two that come to mind. Um, one is, you know, we, we have a pretty good women's basketball program out here. Um, and so uh, coming in, you know, I, I, I love Coach Davis. I, you know, I, I used to help him in his club tournaments when I was seven, eight years old, running shot clock. So love getting to go on the road with all of our teams. But um, we made a Final Four run um, one year out there in Billings, Montana, and never thought I'd spend two weeks in Montana. But it was a blast. Um, you know, the way the, the, the schedule broke, we always played the last game of every night. So it was really weird. You know, we were, our schedules got thrown off. We were tipping off at like nine at night. We weren't waking up until noon because by the time we got everything wrapped up, got the girls fed and everything, it was, you know, one, two in the morning Then I'd go back and, you know, start uploading stats and putting up photo albums. Um, so that was really fun, but, um, you know, Life, uh, life at Vanguard Athletics, you know, it's a, it's a family. It's so much more than, um, you know, winning games. Uh, you know, we like to say if they're keeping score, we want to win, but winning isn't everything. And so um, Coach Davis uh, had a long battle with uh, cancer last year. Um, and so we, uh, his first night back in the pit was actually just a couple days after um, the tragedy with Kobe, uh, Kobe Bryant and all those uh, other eight people on the, the helicopter. And so um, we were pretty unique in here that, you know, uh, that Kobe's club team practiced in our gym a lot. Um, you know, he came to practice um, and, you know, taught some of the girls about the triangle and gave them all shoes. And so he was a pretty, um, uh, a pretty big presence around here. And so both of those things kind of collided at once. And, and, and Kobe was so um, instrumental in uh, encouraging Coach Davis during his um, recovery. Um, he would visit him in the hospital and, you know, kind of the recovery and he'd get him up and make him walk twice as far as the doctors would tell him. And, you know, everything about Kobe was 100% true. Um, and so those things colliding on that night, um, I mean, we, we had uh, Team Mamba was here and we were able to honor all of them. And it was it was, it was such a special night to, to kind of have um, all of Russ's history um, at Vanguard um, colliding with, uh, you know, the local Laker history. And, um, you know, we have, uh, you know, Miles Simon's an assistant coach for the Lakers and they, you know, they just won the championship and it's, it's especially special around here because, you know, Miles and his dad, who unfortunately passed away recently, um, you know, they, they would work out in the summer here, all their NBA guys. So, you know, he, he's been around here for forever. And so th there's a big connection between Vanguard and, um, you know, the kind of Laker organization through that, especially through Kobe. And so, um, I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. You know, we, we've joked before, Jeremy, that we don't get much media around here. And I, I feel like I, I understand what other, other people around the country go through. You know, my phone was never rung so much in, in one week from, you know, media outlets and trying to coordinate all that and trying to coordinate interviews with people. And so um, it was super special. Um, and so, you know, first and foremost, we're just thrilled that Coach Davis is, you know, in remission and is back on the sideline. You know, he's such a staple uh, of women's basketball just around the country. And so um, not only that, but you know, also um, 
being able to honor them, especially with the proximity we have to, to OCC, um, you know, which is less than a mile away and, and you know, with Team Mamba and all that. So um, that's probably what I would choose. That's cool. I didn't realize you got the, the, the connection. It makes sense being in Orange County uh, to uh, the Lakers and to Kobe. That's, that's a fantastic story. So last yeah. question is, um, what is your alter ego? What are you, what are you doing when you're not being an SID superhero? Um, what do you, what do you do? What do you enjoy doing? Um, for me, travel is, is, is my, my, my biggest passion. Uh, that honestly was one of the hardest things for me during this quarantine time. Um, wasn't the lack of pro sports on, on TV. Um, I, I found other ways to, you know, engage my time. I got into cooking and things like that, but, um, I miss traveling. I like, um, you know, usually during the summer, I go away for a week or two, somewhere crazy, try and get somewhere where, the, where there isn't Wi-Fi or anything, you know, whether that's Thailand, Greece, you know, on some of these cruise ships and stuff like that. So my family has a, a real travel bug in them. Uh, so we've been doing that a while. And so I love to travel. I met, you know, 30 something countries and counting. Um, love, love the opportunity if I can get away during Christmas uh, break as well, uh, do something fun. So that, that's that's how I decompress on, on the daily. Um, I, I love to cook. I love to, you know, go on walks, runs. Uh, we got some great weather out here that we can enjoy all the time. Uh, it is blistering hot today as we're recording this. I'm sure some folks around there aren't going to want to hear that uh, out here in California. But, uh, you know, taking advantage of everything that Southern California has to offer. Um, I'm a big movie guy. So um, I, I love uh, the Regal Unlimited movies. So if anyone out there is ever in California and wants to see a movie, hit me up. I, uh, I'll go see it for free with you guys, no problem. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate your time. This is a great interview. Um, enjoyed talking with you. Um, so enjoy Southern California weather. Yeah, okay. we're, we're, we're struggling for Jesus out here. You know, it, it <laughs> takes a lot of patience, a lot of prayers to get through it, but um, it's awesome. I Somebody's got to do it. Jeremy, mm -hmm. uh, for having me, uh, especially, you know, uh, NEI SIDA, we love everything you guys are doing. Um, and uh, we're, we're thrilled to be able to, to be a part of this. Um, Vanguard loves being a part of the NEIA, and I'm just uh, honored to, to uh, represent Vanguard in this, in this platform. That's right. Well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, enjoy, enjoy the fall, and I uh, hope we get to see you guys uh, playing some sports uh, this spring, and, and maybe, maybe we'll have a, a Cosida to go to uh, in, uh, in June, and uh, I'll catch you there. Absolutely. That's the that's the hope and the prayer. So thank you, Jeremy. Yep. Take it easy.